<clears throat> All right, I'm back. I had to start recording and stop. I'm going to start over again. This is Paul's episode two. All right. Like I said, they did a back to back episode. I might start mentioning some things from the first episode. Don't worry about it. And this one was called Intervention because we are now at the point where, again, uh, a few people needed an intervention, not just pray tell, but we got Angel and Lulu as well. You know, they are doing the whole uh, smoking uh, weed laced with crack. Now, again, this is 1994. And the whole thing going on now uh, at this point is, you know, I mentioned before, the ballroom scene had changed, which has bothered Praytel the most. And outside of the ballroom scene changing, he is still going to all these funerals. And, you know, he says he's up to about a thousand. I mean, the AIDS epidemic is still going on. It's just not being televised. It's not being uh, 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 talked about as much on the forefront. This is the Clinton era. OK, so we're talking about, um, you know, uh, like Giuliani was clean of New York. Um, we got uh, the no, uh, not uh, I'm gonna say three strikes you out, the crime bill, all that stuff was going on, okay, during this time. And so, in addition to that, we got the OJ Simpson thing going on. And, you know, Blanca, uh, 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 well, let me, before we get to that, let me go back to Pray Tell. Pray Tell is just, just going down the wrong pathway, okay? Um, he is still drinking and, People are noticing it. He went to this uh, uh, one funeral and Sandra Bernhardt's character, you know, she's a nurse. She saw Praytel and she was just like, you look a mess. You drunk and high. What is your problem? And Praytel is just mean as all get out. Praytel is absolutely not just slick at the mouth. He's rude. He's out of order. And he tells her, he said, oh, did you date the guy that's in that coffin? And she was like, of course not. She said, well, yeah, well, I did. So it just, you know, he's going off on people and it is becoming a problem. Now, as it pertains to Praytel and Ricky, they are having obviously problems because Praytel is drinking a lot. Ricky, um, I don't know what he's doing. I guess he's not working right now. And Ricky's also going through his own things as far as trying to find employment. You know, he's telling, he had told Praytel that he, you know, got a call back, a second call back for the Janet Jackson tour, you know, because Ricky and Damon both are, well, Damon was, he's not in this episode. They had already said Damon went back home. He relapsed. He was an alcoholic. He relapsed and he's living with his cousin, which was kind of abrupt, but all right. But Ricky is still dancing. And so he got a second call back. Praytel doesn't care. Praytel's like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, um, so when Blanca comes home and sees the O.J. Simpson situation going on, the Bronco chase and all of that, she's got the folks over at the house and they're talking. Pray tell is drunk yet again. And all the hope, you know, all these folks are there. And then we got Angel and Lulu. They have gotten caught up in this whole uh, coke, uh, not cocaine, crack. So. They come to the house and they're like disinterested in what's going on. They felt like it was boring. They're not interested. They wanted just all they want to do is get high. That's their thing. Now, uh, Miss Lulu has said 
she has been on the poll. She's back to being on the poll again. Um, you know, I don't know. Angel is not working as much. And here's the thing. I don't know if I mentioned in the first episode, but I will say this. In the modeling industry, Angel was the hot person, the hot girl. She was the one. She was the face. She was all of that. But, you know, times change. And, and as with a lot of industries, you know, you hot one minute and you not the next. So Angel, you know, is having a hard time dealing with that. In addition to the fact that also people know that Angel is a trans woman. So there's also pushback on that on that realm as well. But let me say this. Poppy, when he came home and saw yet again, Lulu was at the house and he's so tired of Lulu being at the house and she figures it out. She leaves and he talks to Angel and he said, look, I'm going to need you to get yourself together. You are getting high with Lulu and I'm just over it. You, we're not going to work out if you're going to continue to get high. Of course, Angel tried to pretend like that wasn't happening. And Poppy, remember, Poppy used to sell drugs out there on the pier. Poppy knows what the streets is about, and he can clearly see, like everybody else can see, you're looking bad. You don't even look good. So I'm going to need you to get your life. All right. So Angel's like, okay, you know, what, you know, she's kind of still in this denial. She hasn't quite come to the grips of she has a drug problem yet again. Remember, she had a cocaine problem. So um, I didn't talk about the O.J. Simpson thing. They're intertwining the O.J. Simpson situation because at that time, it was one of the, the biggest things going on. People would watch it like you're watching soap operas. It was on all the channels. It was a lot of coverage uh, on this one situation because O.J. Simpson was the, um, he was the, you know, when it came to black men, he was the most whitewashed black man out there. And I hate to put it like that, but that, you know, he was that safe guy. Um, very similar in many ways to Michael Strahan of today, to be honest. But anyway, so there there were conversations that were had about whether or not OJ was guilty and whether or not guilty or not guilty. And it was it was a really what you would call a house divided <coughs> on the issue. So this, you know, this conversation about OJ and what was going on is something that you'll see probably for the remainder of this season, <coughs> of this season is my guess. Um, Cubby, like I said, Cubby has died and they, you know, Evangelista, the House Evangelista did do a walk, but now they're going to, now they're going to do another walk to raise money to send Pray Tell to rehab. All of the family got together and met with um, this counselor um, who's, you know, she's a counselor and she, you know, gives people information and tell and shows them how to deal with um, interventions and getting people set up to go to rehab. And the rehab that they have been told about is like $2,500. And, you know, everybody's like, why is it so expensive? He said, well, you know, you get this, you get that. There's a lot of amenities. And then the counselor was like, okay, well, you know, the other option is there's a state-run rehab. And <laughs> at first, Electra was like, well, that's cool. <laughs> Go to the state-run uh, one, you know. But in the state one, let me tell you something. Um, I guess the quality of care is not up to standards. And, you know, they don't really get everything that they need as far as 
coping mechanisms and really dealing with what's going on with them, the psychological aspect of it. So this private area, they'll get all of those things and then some. So the, the whole thing now is we got to raise money to go and do this. You know, how are we going to, you know, do this? And so apparently the council, you know, it's $500 for each category. I guess they figured out a way to fundraise and get the money. Because remember last episode, they had a thousand dollars. They're supposed to give a thousand dollars to the House of Khan, and they didn't have it. They only had five hundred some dollars in total. So I guess they did some fundraising. They got the money. So five categories, twenty five hundred dollars. You know, Electra said, "Look, I'm going to be the creative director. I'm going to be the choreographer. I'm going to be the one in charge of getting you guys back in ballroom shape because realistically, you're not really ready for it." You know, we we won, you know, that one time that was great. But we really as to walk as a house. You really need to come with it. So we see Electra getting everybody together. Uh, Ricky, she has got him in this room. It is hot. They got that one little fan on the side. And she is telling you got to do better. You got to bring more. You got to do this. that. She's hardcore. We saw Lulu come through and Lulu is doing the whole Tony Braxton. Um, you mean the world to me thing. And she really had the mannerisms. She got the little wig on. Lulu was doing it. But Lulu looked like she was um, also a little tired and she was sweating a lot. And see, Electra is looking at all of this. And Electra was like, hold up, stop. I, I can already see what time it is with you and the whole sweating and the losing of the weight. I'm going to need you to get yourself together. You're not going to uh, perform at the ball. You're going to be on seamstress duties because you need to get your life together. Because you don't please don't think that I don't know what you're doing. Okay, and we also see the same conversation being had with um, Blanca and Angel because, you know, she, you know, she talked to Angel. She was like, look, you losing a lot of weight. What's going on, girl? So it's kind of like they didn't. Well, Blanca didn't come right out and say, I know what you're doing, but she knew what she was doing. So it was kind of like that was their kind of their intervention, if you will. Later on, we find out that with Angel. She had gone back and talked, spoken to that counselor and she told the count, you know, she had been meeting with the counselor and she is ready to go do an outpatient treatment for her situation. And Poppy was unaware of this. Poppy, you know, came home, they, you know, setting up everything. They got the champagne and he's got dinner ready and he's telling her, he said, look, you know, I booked you for a Calvin Klein ad. And so, you know, Angel wasn't excited. And he was like, well, that's not the reaction I was expecting. And this is when Angel explained to him. She said, I need some time to work on my sobriety, which he was 100% cool with that. I'm sure he loved that. That was everything. Um, so we get that in order. And then <clears throat> we get Castle, who is one of the MC, he's Council of MCs. Castle is HIV positive. Okay, I didn't know that until this episode. We haven't really spoken about the council, the MCs individually very much. So to find out Castle is sick and Praytel goes and visits Castle and, um, you know, because he's supposed to be coming down to the ball because they're going, this is the house versus house ball, con versus Evangelista. And Castle don't want to go. Castle's, you know, moping and, you know, sulking and all of that. So 
Braytel ends up, you know, telling him, you know, convincing him to get himself together and to come on down to the ball. Meanwhile, while Castle is in the bathroom getting himself together, Braytel sees all these medications on the Chester. So Pretel was like, what is, you know, what's going on with all these blue pills, which are, which are the sleeping pills, and he got the methadone. And Castle was like, oh, I'm just saving up those for a rainy day. Pretel was like, what do you mean for a rainy day? Are you trying to kill yourself? And he was like, look, if I was really going to try to kill myself, I would book an appointment or book a room at the Four Seasons and have a wonderful dinner and champagne. And then that's when I would do it if I was seriously going to do something like that. So that's something that Braytel keeps on keeps in mind later on because it comes in handy. So he manages to get um well before he leaves, you know, Castle takes one of the methadone pills, okay? And he offers some to Praytel. Now Praytel was like, "Oh, thank you." He took some, but he didn't. He took it and put it in his pocket. He didn't take it at that point in time. They get down to the ball, and they, you know, they're doing the house walks and they're doing everything. It was cool. It was really, really good. You know, everybody was looking look good, looking great, and everything. Um, the lip sync part was probably the most interesting one, where you had this is called. You remember, it's candy sweet refrain. So we get Lamar from the House of Khan. He's the father of the house. He comes out and he does Janet Jackson. And he does an excellent job. The, the, the man can dance. He is a performer. He got it going on. Then we get Pray Tell. He does um, Never Gonna Get It by In Vogue. And he does an excellent job. He's a crowd favorite. Tens across the board. It was great. So the house of Venture leads to cleaned up okay now before they even got started when Pretel brought castle and he set him at the bar castle ordered like a vodka and soda or vodka and sprite or something like that and Pretel told the bartender uh no no we're not doing that he's not drinking that he's you know he can have everything minus the alcohol so then he walks away because, you know, he got to go do the uh, walk the ball. And uh, Castle was like, look, I'm grown. Go ahead and put some vodka in that. In fact, make it a double. Now, remind you, Castle also just took some methadone. So after, you know, Evangelista won and everything, um, all the categories, so they got the $2,500, Castle has a seizure. So um, when they get out to the paramedics and, you know, uh, you know, Praetel wants to get in the in the um, ambulance, and they were like, "No, you can't do that," and all of this, and you know, and he, he, the the paramedic is also kind of being shady, you know, with the with the mask on his face, and he was like, "What? You can't catch AIDS um, via the air," you know. He was being shady. He he was being shady, and Praetel was letting him know that you know that you don't have to do all that. You being extra. So, but he did let the paramedic know. He said, "Look, he had some methadone and he had alcohol, so just keep that in mind." So he wanted to go to the hospital and, you know, um, uh, Blanca was like, no, we all got to stick together. We got to finish the ball and all of that. Because, again, he doesn't know. He being pray tell does not know that they are trying to raise money to send him to rehab. All right. Um, they win. And I don't know if it's later on that night or if it's the next day. They're at dinner. And this is the intervention. So Blanca is talking about, you know, we noticed the stress level you've been under and all of that. 
and we think it's time for you to go take some time away to yourself. And he was like, oh, he said, oh, where y'all sending me to the Bahamas? You know, because he was all open for it. He was like, okay. And then, of course, Electra just blurts out. She said, oh, no, rehab. And he looked at her. Blanca tries to soften up because Electra is very blunt. Blanca's like, well, you know, we just want you to get better. We want you to do this, you know. And he was listening to what Electra was, not Electra, to what Blanca was saying. And he was actually fine with it. He said, you know what? I do need some rest. I do need some time to myself. He was okay with going to rehab until they decide, Blanca was like, let me read this letter to you. That's where they went wrong. He was already in agreement with it. He was cool. He wanted to get some rest. He was in agreement about taking time to himself, get away from everything. He was fine with it. But when the letters start coming out, because they were told as part of the intervention, you should read letters, you know, write some letters about your feelings and read it to him. That was a little too much. That took him over the edge. And when Blanca started reading and complaining about things about he's been doing, then Ricky started and all that. Let me tell you something. Pray tell read the room down. Everybody in there got read to the ground. Do you hear me? He had told Electra she old, she dusty, and all she got at home is some old dusty furs. He told Blanca, they oh, this just because you got a boyfriend now, he's a doctor. Please don't think that you're not a charity case. Uh, he told Ricky he was no good and he's still running around trying to chase after Damon because he wants to have sex with Damon. He told Poppy he was no good. All he's doing is living off of, of the success of Angel. And he said, Angel and Lulu, he was like, you two need not to say nothing to me because y'all a bunch of crackheads. If I want crackhead uh, advice, I can go out there on the street. I don't need you to talk to me about that. I mean, when I tell you he was cutting them to the core, the first time he went, when they had the intervention with him, he was nasty to them. But this time, he took it to a whole different level of, ooh, he read them something serious. Now, me personally, I don't think I could have came back after that. Child, I, I just don't I just don't know. I know he's hurting, and I know all that's going on, but that was too much. He gets out in the hallway, Blanca chasing him out in the hallway, and he continues to read her down in the hallway. She out there crying and everything. And Electra was like, well, child, look, I done did all I can do. I am done with him. Because, you know, she's like, I'm not going to stand here, and he, you know, trying to help him. We're doing all this for him. And he's sitting up there going to cuss us out the way he did. Child, it was a mess. So then we see him at his house. He at the house. He pouring a drink yet again. And Ricky is packing up his bags. He's walking out the door. He was like, where are you going? He said, I don't know where I'm going, but I'm getting out of here. And they have an exchange of words, you know, back and forth and everything. And you know, Ricky was just like, I, I'm just not going to be here to be your punching bag at four. In not literally, but all of this that we're dealing with, all of the walking on eggshells, I'm not. So they kind of got a little physical. He kind of pushed Ricky against the door, and Ricky was just like, look. And 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 Praytel got really upset. He said, you're going to leave me? I can't believe you're going to leave me. You're, uh, yet another person walking out of my life. He was crying. He was all upset. And I thought Ricky was going to change his mind, but he didn't. Ricky kept, Ricky went on out the door, which, you know, hey, Ricky was like, I can't do this anymore. I cannot. So, you know, Praytel has had some time to think some things through, I guess. And um, he goes and sees, the, you know, down the funeral home, he goes and sees the council of uh, the MC council. And he lets them know he's been working on himself. He's been 
somewhat sober. He hasn't drank as much. He ain't saying stop all the way, but he's he's working on himself. And he asked, you know, can he come back and join the council? And they eventually they said, yeah, okay. And then he asked about Castle. They said, well, they've been by the house. They brought some food. He wasn't home. So, and they kind of just left it at that. And he was like, okay. They said all his medicine was gone. They, and it's like, okay, so you didn't do no follow-up? Like, try to figure out where he is? But see, Pray Tell already knew. So he went to the hotel, all nervous, thinking he going to walk in on Castle had offed himself, but he didn't. Castle was laying there watching OJ. And, um, you know, you know, Freytel's talking to him and he said, I, you know, Castle said, I want to live. I was thinking about doing it. I just could not go through with it. I do want to live. And so Castle said he's going to stop. You know, he's going to get himself together with the pills and all of that. And then uh, Castle was, and so Freytel was like, well, yeah, I got to get myself together. And Castle was like, so you're going to get rid of the booze in your house? And, you know, Freytel agreed to that. He knows that he's going out the world backwards. So before I finish up with Freytel, let me go ahead and finish up the part with, um, I think I mentioned it last night, but in this episode, we do see Blanca goes back out to dinner, second time around, was invited to dinner with the parents, right? With, um, I think his name's David, parent. And, you know, this is the table and the, the father isn't there. I think he's got an appointment. He's going to be running late. The mom is there and she's being real snide, being very passive aggressive. So finally, Blanca was like, look, OK, I I'm tired of this. She said, you don't think I'm good enough for your son. I don't have the education because, you know, this time around, they, they're at a French restaurant and Blanca couldn't read the read the menu. And the mom was talking to her like, oh, you know, oh, you didn't learn how to speak another language. She said, well, I do know how to speak some uh, Spanish, but no, I never took French class. So your mother should enroll you in French class. She said, well, we didn't have time for all that. We were trying to survive. You know, the mom had something snide to say about that. So this is when Blanco was like, you don't like me. I'm not good enough for your son. I don't have the education. I don't have the proper background that you would want for your son. And on top of that, I'm a trans woman and you don't like that. And so the mom was like, oh, I knew it. I knew it. And she went on to be insulting all this. She said, now, Dave, you want to have children and she's not going to be able to give you children and all this kind of stuff. And Blanca got up. And at this point, he jumps up. This time he jumps up and he tells his mother, he said, look, you're going to have to accept the woman I love or not have me around ever again because I'm not changing. I'm not going to let you insult this woman, blah, blah, blah. And if dad has a problem with it, tell him to give me a call. And he goes out. So he finally stands up for his lady. Um. The last thing that we see here is Blanca's in the car with Praytail. They're going to upstate New York and they're going to the rehab center. And, um, you know, Praytail's checked in. So he's going to work on his sobriety. That was really cool. You know, let me just say this. this the, the, the acting has been superb. I have loved what they've been doing with. I mean, they're 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 reaching in really quick. They're grabbing our attention. And although we're seeing ballroom, we're also seeing individual life experiences. And I'm 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 really happy with this. This was another very good episode. It was heavy, you know. It was a little difficult. Um, looks like Blanca is going to be going to nursing school. Looks like uh, Praytel is going to be in rehab, get his life together. Um, we got Angel. She's going to outpatient therapy, so she's going to get herself together. I don't know what Ricky's going to be doing. Um, uh, Damon is gone. He left to go live with a cousin. Uh, 
Angel is still, well, I forgot to about Angel. Poppy is still doing the um, management of the model situation thing. Everybody seemed to be doing, you know, moving forward, you know, so I'm looking forward to next week. That's it for this review. Talk to you later.